Oh, Nationals fans, I have a little nugget for you that you may want to hear if you are interested in Mr. Cody Bellinger coming to the Washington Nationals. I'm going to have all of that and more on today's show. I'm also going to take a little deep dive into what Cody Bellinger may want to do in free agency. And also, why would the Nationals want to bring Cody Bellinger here to D.C.? I'm going to have both of those sides of the story and more on today's Locked On Nationals. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Clary, and I've taken my burning passion for the Nationals into the podcast space. And guess what? I get to talk about the team that I love every day. And that is the motto here at the Locked On Network. Your team every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And like I was saying, I've heard something about Cody Bellinger. Something to where I want to see happen. I want to see Cody Bellinger here in a curly W hat. I want to see him wearing those throwback, or not throwback. I want to see them wearing those blue national alternate uniforms. I think Cody Bellinger would love it here in D.C. But let me get to you from what I've heard from someone who I trust a lot. I can say that the Washington Nationals have reached out to Cody Bellinger's agency and they are interested, potentially, in citing Cody Bellinger. Yes. Some of you may say, well, who isn't interested in a former MVP that's coming off two pretty bad seasons, or really three? Who wouldn't be interested in that? And you're right. Who wouldn't be? He's 26 years old right now. He's going to be 27 in spring training. Who wouldn't be interested in this guy? But the whole point of this is that they're reaching out. Because if you were to sign Cody Bellinger, and if we were to sign him and he pans out, do you know how much that speeds along this rebuild? Maybe we don't sign him to an extension next offseason if Cody Bellinger was a Washington National. But guess what? You know what this team loves to do? We love to trade young superstars. We love it. It's one of our things. It's our motto now. Everyone knows we're not going to keep them for ourselves. We'll trade them. And when you trade them, you're going to get something back for Cody Bellinger. If he were to hit 280 with a 850 OPS this season up until the trade deadline, and we still stink, which we probably will, I can guarantee you this, that he will be flipped at the deadline, and you're going to love that return. I will. I know you, I can guarantee you that. I'm not talking about a top 10 prospect in all of baseball. No one's going to give up that much. But I think we could get a big name in that. 
and some people are like, well, that's kind of pathetic that you want to sign Cody Bellinger because he's Cody Bellinger. And you want to get that 2019 MVP form. You want to have the 2017 through 2019 Cody Bellinger. And you want to have him for years to come. And that's true. We could extend him potentially. It's not going to happen in season. But you could sign him to an extension the next season. And if that does happen, great. Awesome. I'm all in for it. If you have to sign him to a pretty big extension, that means he panned out. And guess what? That means he panned out for this team. So, I'm all in on that. If the Washington Nationals actually do this and they do seriously pursue Cody Bellinger and all of his talents that he brings, a silver slugger, gold gloves, multiple gold gloves, plays a bomb-ass center field, a good teammate from all accounts, someone you want in the clubhouse, someone who's played in big-time games in big-time moments. Someone who loves the spotlight. I'm not saying he's Bryce Harper. But this is also a former MVP. Someone who won the MVP at like the age of 24. Cody Bellinger on this team right now with where we stand currently as the Washington Nationals. It would make a massive difference for us. A massive one. And why would the Nationals want to have him come here? Because some people would say, well, why would we spend that money when you have a third of the salary, or not salary cap, a third of your money being spent on Steven Strasburg, who may not even pitch again? It's a good point. But the matter of the fact is this team is not spending money right now. And that's for a reason. You're getting ready to sell the team. New ownership is going to be coming in town probably within the next year. You're going to want to be able to spend, and they will be able to spend. Those new ownerships, they're going to have a plethora of options to spend on next free agency and for years to come after that. Spending on Cody Bellinger now, even if you have to overpay for him, is he really worth a one-year $16 million deal, let's just say? Probably not. But would you not want to spend on that? Would you not want to take that risk? Because that $16 million, guess what? Last offseason, we signed Nelson Cruz to a two-year, $30 million deal. Was that an overspend? Of course it was. The reason why they overspent was because they were probably banking on him being traded at the deadline. Obviously, that didn't work out. But now with Cody Bellinger, this is a whole different animal. This is someone who there's multiple different roads that this could go down. One, the first road, Cody Bellinger just doesn't have it anymore. He just doesn't. And guess what? The Nationals tried for him. They tried to make rights with Cody Bellinger. They tried to really overturn his luck for the last few years. They're going to leave no stones unturned in this process. The second road. Cody Bellinger's great, or he's good, and we trade him at the deadline for a decent prospect to help this rebuild, because that's truly what we need. You need to stock up that farm system. We know that the whole success that we just had in the 2010s was because of a loaded farm system. It starts at the top, and so that's where it really kind of gets me a little steamed up, because I want to see this. I want to see 
this road happened to where we're probably not going to be able to re-sign him if he's good, but you could trade him at the deadline and you could be able to get something in return for Cody Bellinger. Get a little bidding war going on. People will want to have the former MVP in their lineup when it comes to October. That's a given. The third road, which would also be great. Cody Bellinger is great. And next offseason, he signs a nice little extension with the Washington Nationals. And that's not too crazy. He is a Scott Boris client after all. He could certainly sign here. We've made moves like that. Max Scherzer. You would sign. Steven Strasburg was a free agent. You gave him a massive extension. Let's not talk about that. Jason Worth. I know I like to make fun of it, but Mike Rizzo does have a working relationship with Scott Boris. That's on the record. They get along well. They seem to be buddies. You know, it could happen. So those three roads going down for the Nationals and why they would be interested with them is really kind of irking me in a way. It makes me giddy a little bit to even just think about the possibility of what could come from Cody Bellinger joining the Nationals. But I also want to give the other side of the spectrum here and talk about why Cody Bellinger would want to be a Washington National because I truly do think the Nationals are a great fit for what Cody Bellinger needs to turn his career around. Because truly, he needs it. He needs to revive his career And I think the Washington Nationals could be the perfect destination. And I'm going to get into all of that and more. But before that, I'm going to tell you guys about my friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all on BetOnline. And if you love sports pods, you can find those at BetOnline as well. But here is what I do. I don't know anything about soccer, but the FIFA World Cup is on. So I'm going to look up my friends over at BetOnline.net, and they're going to tell me what to bet. They're going to be giving me the plays. And that's easy for me. All you have to do is Google it, and they're going to be the first ones that show up at BetOnline.net. They have my back, and they're going to have yours. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. And now, back into the reasoning as to why Cody Bellinger would want to be a Washington National. And I'm not just saying this tongue-in-cheek. I truly do think the Nationals would be a good landing spot for the former MVP. I say that, and I truly do mean it. Because think about it. As much as people want to clown the Nationals for having a poor last season, including myself, I say it myself, Mike Rizzo is still one of the best executives in baseball. Davey Martinez, a respected manager. Darnell Coles, a respected hitting coach. Those are guys that you're going to want to be around. Davey Martinez, he's proved it time and time again that he is a player's manager. They want to play for him. 
He has their back in the media and in everything. People want to play for Davey Martinez. And as far as Mike Rizzo, he has a track record of success for over a decade now. He turns, he's kind of, he just waves his magic wand sometimes and makes chicken salad out of you know what. And Cody Bellinger, in the situation that he's in right now, he could easily be someone to where the Nationals would want to pinpoint and Cody Bellinger would want to come here because of all those reasons stated. The Nationals, yes, will they not be a very good team this coming season? Of course. But that's why he would also want to come here. Because if you go to a contending team like the Blue Jays, where I saw where they have reached out to Boris as well, trying to get in touch with his agency and, you know, making him a Toronto Blue Jay. I think that would be a mistake because they could replace him. They're in a win-now mode. They need results now. They don't need results in 2024. They need it in 23, this upcoming season. And the Nationals, we don't need that. We're going to be more patient in this. We're not having someone come up. We're not going to have Robert Hassel come up in mid-May and have him replace Cody Bellinger in the outfield because he stinks. That's not going to happen. Hassel's further down the road. Elijah Green, James Wood, all our guys right now, they're way further away than you would expect. Cody Bellinger has the time to build here. And some people would say, well, he plays center field. We have a center fielder with Victor Robles. Oh, please. Victor Robles, come on. Victor Robles, the only reason that he's still a Washington National and still starting is because of the philosophy that I just laid out. We have time. We have time. We don't need to see results right now. If he were on the Dodgers, he would have been DFA'd a while ago, if not traded for nothing. But Victor Robles is still a National, and that's what you could see with Cody Bellinger. You're going to have time to develop. You're going to have time to work on your craft and figure out the hole in your swing. But I also think it's a little more complicated in the hole in his swing that he obviously has because the power hasn't been there. We know that. The power hasn't been there for a while, in fact. But I saw this little stat yesterday, and it was really interesting. It was from Kyle Newman at Newman NY Sports over on Twitter. He said, when facing a standard defense, Cody Bellinger has hit 329 since 2020. And if you don't know what the standard defense is, it's when he's not going against the shift. And you know what's going away this season? The shift. And that is a stat right there. Because once you get in those confidence, the confidence again is a huge thing for Cody Bellinger. He's been beaten and dragged down by the Dodgers who want to win right now. He was at the mountaintop in 2019 winning MVP, being one of the most flashy players in the game, people who love them. They were buying his jerseys. And now people are already starting to talk about him being just a bust now after winning an MVP and just falling off the cliff. But with the shift, you would be able to get that confidence back, the batting average, get on base a little more, touch the dirt a little bit more. And with all that being said, confidence will be a big thing in this. He has to have a confidence in himself. I'm not going to act, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some former big league player or a college player. 
I played high school baseball. And I can tell you this. Maybe I'm wrong on this. But when I step at the plate and I'm feeling confident, most of the time I was able to get a hit. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying I'm some world beater. But confidence is a big deal with this. And players say it all the time. If you're not going up there confident, and this goes for anything in life, if you're not going up there confident and you have people booing you, it's probably going to mess with your head a little bit. Maybe you're starting to think, maybe I do suck. But no, you're not going to get that here. Nationals fans will not boo Cody Bellinger, so he will not have to worry about that. We know those Dodgers fans in L.A., they love to boo. That's their thing. But we won't do that to our guys, Cody. So you need to come here in Washington, D.C. Not just because I'm saying this and not just because I selfishly want this to happen. It makes sense for all parties. You will want to come to a team that has all the time in the world to work through your crinkles, to work through your mistakes and get right. You will have that opportunity here in D.C. That sweet lefty swing of Cody Bellinger's. That nice little wall in right field and that right center gap there in the Nationals bullpen. That's a nice spot for home runs, Cody. That is a nice spot. And when it gets hot here in D.C. and humid, the ball starts to fly here in Washington, D.C. The weather, it's nice. It's hot and humid. It's not L.A. I know that. But there are reasons why to come here. Mike Rizzo, Davey Martinez, and really, truly just the Washington Nationals brand itself over the last decade. This is a talked about organization, even when we were irrelevant like this past year. But you can also work on your craft and get four at-bats on 162 games here in Washington, D.C., while also getting a little bit of the spotlight, and people will know that if you're back, people will start to know Cody Bellinger once again. And coming here to D.C. would truly, truly be one of the better decisions that he has made for those reasons. And why I say that, it's simple. This is the only thing Cody Bellinger needs is what I'm about to say. He needs opportunities. That's the most valuable thing Cody Bellinger has going for him right now. He needs the opportunity to ball out and to truly just make a difference in the organization and for himself. You don't have to win. You don't have to hit two home runs a game. You don't have to do that stuff, Cody. All you have to do is be productive, and really just excel at the opportunities that you will be given because there will be plenty of them. And so people talking about him going to the Blue Jays or another contender, maybe the Yankees get in. No, 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 no. Those teams will replace you if you struggle the way that you have been the last three seasons. They will have no problem doing just that. But a team that doesn't need to win right now, They won't. They're going to want to see it through with the former MVP. And that's why it makes sense for Cody Bellinger to come to Washington, D.C. 
Thanks for making Locked On Nationals your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. And now, I did a poor job plugging this, I will say. I do want to get into Mackenzie Gore a little bit since he's another Scott Boris agent here in DC. And I feel like people aren't talking about Mackenzie Gore enough, including myself. So I'm going to use these next few minutes to talk about him and what he could bring for the Washington Nationals because people forget this was a top 10 pick just in 2017. This is someone who started the year with his head on fire in San Diego who seemed like He was untouchable in a trade. But when a team figures out that Juan Soto's on the block, then, yeah, all hell's going to break loose, which I get, by the way. Mackenzie Gore is someone that, if he proves to be himself again, the Nationals are in for a hell of a ride. I can say this with no doubt in my mind. I think Mackenzie Gore has a good shot at being the number one pitcher for the Nationals in 23. And I say that, and it's like, it's people will be like, well, he struggled this year. Look at his numbers. I have looked at his numbers. Mackenzie Gore's first, really, nine starts in major leagues this year, he was dominant. Through his first nine starts, he had a 1-5 ERA with the San Diego Padres. Then he had his little elbow contusion. They continue to put him out there, and then he got whopped. And that's what his—that's when his numbers skyrocketed. But this is someone who has the potential to be your ace. We talk about Cade Cavalli. I talk about Cade Cavalli a lot. We talk about Josiah Gray. But people are forgetting about Mackenzie Gore. And that sweet left-hander, he's got it going for him. He truly does. And if he were to figure that out and what he could do for this team moving forward, again, being a Scott Boris guy, that would be huge for this team. Because think about it. I do think Josiah Gray bounces back this year. I'm not going to say he's going to be the ace of the staff right now. I think Cade Cavalli does well and matures as time goes on in the majors. Mackenzie Gore, he got Mackenzie Gore. He got his feet wet this year in the major leagues. He now knows what it's like to be an everyday major leaguer for a few months. Now, comes spring training and opening day this year, Mackenzie Gore is going to be full-fletched in the major leagues, ready to go. Back from injury, and I truly think the difference that he can make could be greater than Cade Cavalli, could be even greater than Josiah Gray. Because Josiah Gray does have the stuff. But I think we forget about Mackenzie Gore's stuff as well. As he has a nasty little slider there. And he's got a changeup that has been well improved in the major leagues. Those are three pitches that he can really rely on to put batters away. Get strikeouts. Start accumulating ground balls. And with the shift going away, it's going to be a little more difficult for pitchers to, you know, put away batters. Because as we've seen over the last decade, shifts have basically become an every game thing. 
almost every batter seems to have a slight little shift in their game from looking at analytics defensively. And that's just what the game is. But that's going to be going away. And so I think this could hurt pitchers in the long run. But it also opens up the door for strikeout throwing pitchers. People who are going to get strikes and throw them at a big rate. Because that's what you ultimately need. And you're going to need put away pitches to strike out hitters. Striking out hitters will be at an all-time valuable high this offseason. It's going to be a big deal with the ship. You're going to have to rely more on pitching and striking batters out for your own self. Into putting yourself in the opportunities to do just that. And so having someone like Mackenzie Gore would be huge. If he can open up and truly be one of the Nationals' top starters this upcoming season, and then we add someone like, who knows, Mike Clevenger or uh, uh, Kyle Gibson, someone like that, it could open up the door for possibility for what this pitching rotation could be. Because truly, there is a little bit of light for the Nationals to be a decent team this upcoming season. I don't think we're going to be the worst team in baseball. I don't think we're going to be the best team in baseball. But I think we could be in the middle of the pack there, which would be a nice sign for this rebuild. You're going to want to see the young guys come up and really make a difference. And Mackenzie Gore, I think, is at the forefront of that. We want to talk about C.J. Abrams, including myself. I want to talk about Josiah Gray. I want to talk about name that prospect that we have in our system. But with all that being said, Mackenzie Gore's name is not brought up enough and just the potential for him to really get a feel for Washington, D.C. and really solidify himself in this rotation would be a huge, huge, not surprise, but would be a huge bonus for this rotation and for this team. Because one, he's not a free agent until 2028. And again, one of the game's brightest prospects in baseball at one point. Someone that you talked about a lot. He was kind of a famous pitcher coming out of high school. People knew him. And that in itself would just be incredibly exciting. So thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Well, that's all she wrote for today, folks. I will talk to you tomorrow. And we're going to talk a little more Nationals baseball, just as we always do. As hot stove season is ramping up, I saw where Aaron Judge is in San Francisco to meet with the Giants today. Maybe the hot stove season will start to ramp up a little bit. Just a little bit. We'll see all about that. I'll have all of that and more on tomorrow's show. Have a good day, everyone.